Welcome to Ask Allie with multi-award-winning dog trainer, Allie Smith, answering real dog questions from real dog parents. The next question I have is about um, dogs and reactivity towards bikes. Um, bicycles as in like push bikes. And um, for this one, we've really got to look into the fact that um, dogs and bikes is partially or often a prey drive issue. So it's a case that the movement and especially the speed for certain breeds gets them in like a fundamental place. And we have to consider, sorry, it needs to be in a fuss part over here. So I'm just paying him. Um, so we have to consider that, you know, certain breeds are meant to chase. You've got sight hounds that are meant to chase game. You've got shepherds who are meant to chase you've got various dogs that are bred to run and they are bred to go after a thing so that in itself is a very fundamental quality that we have to engage we have to recognize that they were selectively bred once upon a time for these things and if they were bred for these things if we don't give them the right outlet for these things it can become a problem and oftentimes they will redirect what they should be directing to a sheep <laughs> using a border collie here as a example but if if they're meant to direct it onto a sheep they can absolutely just transfer that from a sheep to a bike which is not socially acceptable and that's where the problem comes in because if they were if they were doing it to something that was less problematic typically Typically, it wouldn't be that much of a problem, but, and, sorry, the hounds have just spotted something outside because they're out. Um, and, um, yeah, typically, it's only when they direct it onto something that is socially problematic that it becomes an issue. So, um, if we can direct it back onto something that's constructive, that's fine. So depending on the breed and i would advise that you look at the predatory motor pattern for this i posted up a really nice thing about it yesterday i think um that runs through all the steps and if you can look at your dog figure out which part of that is what they're missing and then engage that part you're firstly going to give them an, an outlet and then we need to teach and show them that that's not necessarily how we want them to interact with a bike so then i would in encourage you to do games like engage disengage and i would try moving into things like counter conditioning and desensitization doing these four things in sort of cooperative ways will give you the best advantage to remedy bike chasing because bike chasing is one of those things that looks awful um, so yeah, if, if you can start with the enrichment, always start with the enrichment, make sure that their needs are fundamentally met. Um, I'm not sure that this one's going to be a veterinary issue by the sound of things, but if it's compi compounded in with various other things, maybe go check with your vet and just make sure that everything's sound, safe and sound. Um, I would start watching bikes. As 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 uh, sorry, I'm struggling with my words. Um, as simple as that sounds, and I would essentially show them that, you know, if they can engage with the bike and disengage with the bike and look at you, you start at that distance. You show them that they're fine. You show them that this is something they don't need to chase. You show them that this is 
the appropriate reaction is to watch the bike go by. Sometimes doing that from a sitting position or doing that from a stationary sort of standpoint is the easiest because if you add movement in, it increases the overall excitement. So if you can decrease the excitement as much as possible and decrease the, the, all the motion and all the excitement that's going on and preferably pick like calm days to work on them, like, cause working on your dog with stuff like this, you've got to make sure the stress levels are down. If you've encountered a whole bunch of triggers before you go out trying to train for this, you're going to struggle. So try and pick good calm days. Um, try and pick a place that you can be at a good distance from the bikes. Try and pick a place that you can watch one or two, maybe three in an entire session and call that quits because that's one of the biggest things I see with a lot of my clients. And this is me too. Please don't get me wrong. This is an entirely human thing is that when they start doing well, we push them and we push them too far. And then it goes wrong and then we lose progress and then we end up frustrated. And you, then you've got that situation of, oh, my God, they were doing so well. And I just did this one thing and I did it too much. And oh, my God. And then you punish yourself. OK, and we don't need that. We don't need you punishing you. We don't need you sort of going into the next session thinking, oh, my God, I'm mucked up. And now everything's going to go wrong. Hi, sausage. Can I help you? <laughs> Indy's grumbling at me now because he wants to go play with his sisters. Um. So yeah, the, these things are, you've, you've got to take it one step at a time and start from a good distance, start from really nice and far away and then slowly work closer. It takes time, it takes effort, it takes practice, but it can be done. Okay. So if you are struggling, please let me know. I will tag you and send this to you, um, so that you've got it for information. Do you want Allie to answer your questions? Email wolf at rebarkable.com and make sure to subscribe.